What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Last night, the Bucks got the much-needed victory in Atlanta, 113-102. to Chris Middleton had probably one of the best games of his career last night, outscoring the Hawks by himself in the fourth quarter. He had 20 points in the fourth. The Hawks had 17. So, he really put the team on his back. He is one of the most underrated scorers right now and definitely deserves way more respect than he gets from whoever. I think people are really starting to understand that Chris Middleton is a potential superstar in the making, and he's a great scorer. So... 38 points last night for him, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Giannis, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. For the Hawks, Trey Young, 35 points, 4 assists, 1 steal. Kevin Herter, 11 points, 3 for 7 from 3-point range. Former Nick, Danilo Gallinari, 18 points, 4 rebounds, 2 steals, and 36 minutes off the bench. He's been a very important leader for the Hawks on a pretty young team. He's an obvious long-time veteran in the league, so he was one of my favorite players when I was growing up on the Knicks. He was just like a really incredible three-point shooter, and that was during a time when the Knicks were pretty bad, so yeah. So tonight we got the Clippers against the Suns. Suns look to close it out. This is the fifth game, Suns in five. <laughs> and, yeah, Devin Booker looks to finish out the Clippers and make a statement and proving that he is one of the top players in this league. And what better way can he do that than by going to the NBA Finals? with an opportunity to bring a championship back to Phoenix. They definitely have a really loyal fan base out there, dating back to when Charles Barkley and Steve Nash played out there. So Devin Booker has become a global superstar at this point. The NBA is such a big brand worldwide. And in a time where... The league is changing from the older generation players to the new generation. Obviously, with the passing of Kobe Bryant, the game of basketball is looking for a new ambassador to bring it to the next level. And rest in peace to Kobe. I was just looking at some videos of Kobe this morning and still so new that the world doesn't have one of the best athletes in the world anymore. It's like really upsetting sometimes. 
especially for someone that loves sports, like that one was especially difficult. One of my friends sent me a text message when that happened, and like, it just proves how much like sports and an athlete in general can have an impact on your life. Like Kobe Bryant was an exemplary athlete and a person. Like he was great in everything that he did. Like he put in the time and effort to become one of the best basketball players and athletes of all time. And he is missed. Rest in peace to Kobe and his daughter. And yeah, I just need to say that after I saw some videos this morning. But Devin Booker was very close with Kobe, and he obviously gets that mentality from him, the Mamba mentality. He always wears Kobe's when he plays, and that's definitely a tribute to the late great. And Devin Booker is definitely on his way to becoming a great in his own right, and he's very fun to watch. And this team that is led by the veteran leader in Chris Paul, like for Chris Paul to finally have an opportunity to win an NBA championship, I've been a fan of him for pretty much my entire like teenage and like young adult life. Like Chris Paul is one of like the most iconic basketball players, has some of the best skills in all of the league, maybe ever, compared to like Allen Iverson or Kobe, obviously. But like yeah, it would mean a lot to Chris Paul for him to finally win a championship and beat the Clippers, a team that let him go at the end of the day with all the turmoil that was going on with the Clippers back then with uh, Donald Sterling with all the racial issues with that team that's obvious why Chris Paul had to leave so this would mean a lot to him if he could beat the Clippers it would be great for basketball to finally see Chris Paul have an opportunity at a championship because that's something that's eluded him his entire career. And, yeah, it would be great. He's bounced around a little bit over the last couple of years, and now he's leading the Suns, and he's been a good mentor to DeAndre Ayton and taking his game to the next level. So the Suns definitely have a great sense of chemistry there, and they could become a little – dynasty there and make a run over the next couple of years because they definitely have the talent level to take them to where they need to be and win the NBA championship. Like I haven't seen the team come from literally nothing two years ago to becoming one of the biggest powerhouses in the Western Conference and the whole NBA in general. So this is going to be an insane story if it plays out like that. Suns in five tonight, 9 o'clock on ESPN, not to be missed.
I cannot wait for the NFL season to finally get here. The Yankees are going through a bit of a tough stretch right now after getting their ass kicked by the Boston Red Sox over the weekend. And who knows what that next step is going to have to be. Like, obviously, with Corey Kluber going down with an injury this year, the Yankees were obviously bringing in another ace-level pitcher. Obviously, he's getting older in his career. And Garrett Cole has been pitching, like, how he should be. And he's been letting up a lot of runs. The Mets are playing better than the Yankees. At least they're in first place. <laughs> One of my friends put on social media, he was like, fire Brian Cashman. It's like, I don't know if it's Brian Cashman's fault. Like, the Yankees do try to get the best players that they can. And obviously they try to win. Like, they try to win always. They definitely need a player that could take them to the next level, like a Javi Baez on the Cubs or like a, I don't know, Mike Trout's like out of the question. But like, if they, like, they can't just add like every single bat, like on paper, like they should be like one of the best teams in baseball. It just really doesn't make too much logic to why Aaron Judge and Stanton can't hit like, consistently, and then, like, the whole team, not just them, but, like, Stanton not being able to, like, hit a home run, like, in every, like, couple at-bats is an issue. Like, he was one of the best power hitters in baseball a couple years ago, and now, like, he strikes out more times than not, and, like, that's really bad for the game when your best players can't hit. And, like, no one's going to fucking be really enthusiastic about not getting your pitchers run support and then getting lit up by the Red Sox. So, I mean, I'm a Mets fan. So, we got something to be happy about with Jacob DeGrom having one of the best seasons of all time and potentially being one of the best pitchers in the history of the game of baseball. But, you know, like, Lindor needs to fucking consistently hit and he's been coming alive a little bit lately and that's been getting some wins and still at the top of the NL East. We had a tough game against Zach Wheeler over the weekend, former Met, but uh yeah the Mets were able to keep going. And the Mets are finally bringing back their alternate black jerseys in July. I hope that they fucking release those as, like, one of those City Connect jerseys with the MLB. I'm trying to get one of those because those were my favorite jerseys back in the day. And that's, like, 2006-era New York Mets when they were really good. David Wright, Jose Reyes, Carlos Delgado, Carlos Beltran era. And Steve Cohen, obviously, is trying to get back to the winning ways of the Mets' past. And obviously, the Mets haven't won as many titles as the Yankees. That's obvious. 
<laughs> but, you know, Steve Cohen has the money to spend on some of the best players in baseball, and it's going to be a ride having him as our new owner. And we are lucky that we have an enthusiastic owner who's willing to go out and spend the actual money, like when he went out and got Lindor and signed a bunch of other solid pitchers to put in the bullpen. And the Mets have been figuring it out. So, looking forward to seeing how the Mets finish this year. Obviously, they're going to be in the playoffs. Hopefully, they can make a positive run towards a World Series. And, yeah, that would probably be one of the biggest things to happen in sports, if the Mets could actually make it to the World Series. Would be one of the biggest things to me. So, other than that, it's finally feeling like summer. I've been saying this. I need to start going out to do shit. I've been trying to find jobs for the fall. Everything is back to normal, pretty much, and I'm trying to get back to normal, too. I need to get back into my routine, because that's when I'm at my best. And when I'm just sitting around doing nothing, that's when I start to spiral a little bit and not really feel like I'm at the top of my at the top of my level that I should be at. Like I feel like sometimes I get on myself for various reasons. It's like I don't feel like I'm good enough for people, like fucking like I feel like I'm an asshole sometimes, like, is what it is. It's like, I know I'm a good person at the end of the day. It's like, if you don't appreciate me, that's a whole different story. Like, you won't hear from me if you don't appreciate me. That Like, that's the type of person I am. What you see is what you get with me, but there's a lot more than what you just see, like, you don't know the type of person I am on the inside. I'm a very compassionate person. I care about people. Like I'm a good person at heart. I may do my own stupid shit sometimes and not know how to act because I've been hurt in the past before. And it's very hard for me to open up for people that don't really know who I actually am and what I've been through because only that I know. And for me to still be able to be telling my story is something because, like, after all the shit that I've been through over the last, like, six years... I've experienced probably what some people haven't experienced in their whole lifetime. I've experienced probably every single emotion that you can go through related to being in an anxiety-ridden panic attack for 
over a year to being able to overcome that. I haven't had a panic attack in two years. And a lot to do with that is probably the environment that I was in and probably uh, a lot of stress that I was under to become what I really want to become. And I just want to be successful at the end of the day. And I just want my voice to be heard one day. I have dreams of working in sports and I just want to be associated with providing great work one day. And I don't know when that's going to actually begin, but I'm looking forward to it.